Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Bronson Hill. Man, we got to start recording. We start, you know, some people you just start talking with, you're like, oh, shoot, we got to record this interview. Uh, Bronson, really, really appreciated uh, our pre-show chat. Uh, you are the managing member of Bronson Equity. You're found on the web at bronsonequity.com. Uh, and, and thank you so much for joining us. Hey, Josh, it's really great to be here, man. I love shows like this that are really trying to help people better their lives. I love your heart of just trying to get at what's important in life and how to make a difference beyond just making money. What are you actually doing to impact the world? So love, love, love that. You know, one thing that that folks will pick up very, very quickly when they start to look at your content and what you do, and I absolutely love this. In fact, um, I'll share a story. Um, So again, what what you do, like you are working with uh fellow invest- I'll let you let me let you describe what you do and then I've got a story go for it all right awesome well I was a uh, a well-paid professional I was making over $200,000 a year in the medical field I was a uh, a medical device sales consultant Ooh, so I went into yes. surgery I wore scrubs I consulted with physicians it was a great job I was able to do it in you know 30 hours a week sometimes or less and uh, but yeah, I had this desire to be an entrepreneur I had this desire to actually get control over my time and I worked around a lot of physicians they were working 40, 50, 60, 70 hours a week. Son is making over a million dollars, but they didn't have freedom over their time. And so I discovered um, <clears throat> just the idea of financial freedom really is having control over your time because you can make more money, but you can't make more time. And so I started doing single family investing, transitioned to multifamily uh, because of my cousin, who's a multifamily investor. He said, why don't you do multifamily? And I said, well, I'd love to, but I don't have the money. He said, you can raise the money. He taught me about this amazing thing called syndication. And since that mm. point, it's been four years. I quit my great corporate job. All my family thought I was crazy, but I quit my job and I replaced my expenses with passive or investment income. And we've raised about $30 million to buy $250 million in real estate. So we help wealthy business owners and professionals reduce taxes and actually re- achieve passive income where they don't have to manage toilets, tenants, or uh, leasing. So it's awesome. They can actually be passive in investing. Yes. Yep. I listen. We we have a lot of clients. We have a lot. Of, I I I love multifamily. Just makes sense. Syndication makes so much sense. Um, I want to I want to ask you about that about the kind of the logical reasons why syndication is in like who that's well suited for. But I'm going to point this out. Looking at your content, it's very clear that you're doing it for more than just the money. Uh, and, and, you know, to, to truly make impact while, so to do well, while we're doing good kind of thing, I, I, will never forget, um, my wife and I attended a taping of the Oprah show when we lived in the Midwest and, you know, there was, um, my wife had just put in for tickets and 
we got tickets. And wow. the show that they were taping uh, featured Oprah with Bono from U2 and Alicia oh, wow. Keys, Amazing. where they were talking about uh, Project Red. Uh, and the, the idea with Project Red is that you were going to leverage consumerism to do good in the world. And, and Bono, I, you know, the stuff that was on the show was cool, but the best part is like when in between the segments and he was just ad-libbing with the audience, he said, you know, I believe, I truly believe this. We will get to a point where we all wake up and realize that the problems of hunger, lack, need in our communities were so easily solvable. And all it requires is everybody to just do a little bit. And to, and to normalize that, which is why, you know, again, with with red again, it's like, you know, um, you know, we all I think a lot of us, you know, have that capitalist ideal like we yes, we want to do well. Yes, we want to create. Um, but if you can create a scenario where while we do that, like we're we're making the world a better place. Awesome. I want to be a part of that. Yeah, that's amazing. No, I, I think your why, there's a book by Simon Sinek that talks, talks about start with why, right? Rather than just saying, I want wealth or I want this business or I want to you know, do this some with my life, it started, what is, what is the big why behind it? And so as we were talking earlier, I'm a person of faith. My faith comes into everything I do, as well as my big why, really, this sounds, you know, I, I, my big, hairy, audacious goal is to try to end human slavery in the world. And actually people don't realize that there is a modern day version of human slavery and there's 20 to 40 million human slaves today. So it's people that are young, this is sexual human slavery, and this is all the way people that are labor, labor slavery. And it's just this big, messy, terrible problem, $150 billion a year industry. And people don't realize that it's uh, it's alive and well, and it's happening all over you know, cities in the US, all over the world. And so uh, that's my big goal. So that's my big why to try to generate resources and, and awareness and try to really, uh, you know, really bring, uh, even if I can't do it for everybody, but can we do it for one or two or three or create some momentum to say, you know, it, it's not okay. Like even what Bono was saying is, you know, just by taking a little bit of action, if we all took a little bit of action, we could absolutely end it. And, you know, we're bright, we have human beings we're we can solve a lot of problems, but if we don't know a problem exists, we don't know it's there and we're not willing to do something about it, then we can't solve it. So I think it's just creating awareness and going for it. Yeah. So let's talk about why syndication deals uh, make so much sense for a particular type of investor. Go for it. <laughs> okay. I'll give, I'll give the quick rundown. So uh, I like multifamily properties. That just means typically apartment buildings. Um, there's a few major advantages. A lot of people like physicians that I worked with or even people that are business owners, they're paying, at least in California, where I live around 50% in taxes, literally. Like they're making mm. hundreds of thousands of dollars or over a million dollars and they're paying 50%. So the government really is their partner. And there's a way through investing in multifamily real estate where you can write off or defer or have, there's ways that people call them loopholes, but they're actually incentives the government provides to help provide uh, workforce housing for individuals. So people that are working class people. So there's some advantages there from the tax perspective. Everybody's talking about inflation right now. Inflation is 8%, 10%, 15%. We don't know exactly what it is, but uh, rents and inflation go hand in hand. So there's actually a hedge uh, against inflation that actually will keep pace with inflation. It's better returns in the stock market. It also has less volatility. So there's a lot of benefits. Uh, you know, Typically we see deals kind of in the you know, 14, 15, 16%, you know, uh, kind of average, you know, uh, that's kind of what we project. Now we have some that are phenomenally better, some that are worse, but in the industry, if you're doing a certain type of project, 
where you're actually adding value. You're coming and doing some renovations. You can see as people move, you know, you'll, new people move in and you'll be able to renovate and, and increase rent. So it just brings a lot of potential for a lot of upside with much uh, less volatility and less downside. So for all those reasons, I think a lot of people are always looking to say, how do I make more money without taking up more of my time? And so people will think, oh, real estate, I should go buy a house or another rental house. But then you realize I had four or five houses and I realized I just had another job. It was just another thing to do, even though I had a property manager versus now we've got 2000 apartment units and our investors, they vet the deal and they vet the team. And then they receive the mailbox money, which is the name of my, my podcast show is called the mailbox money show. How do you actually grow your passive income? Mm. Yeah. Um, so Bronson, I was just on your social media and uh, you'd shared the number one rule of investing from Warren Buffett. What is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm a big Warren Buffett guy. You guys have been so successful for so many years. He says rule number one of investing is don't lose money. And it's so important that rule number two is actually don't forget about rule number one, right? <laughs> so if, if whatever you do, you just don't lose money. And a lot of us, we do speculative things and other things. And I think there is a place in someone's portfolio for a more speculative type of thing. But in general, uh, there's a quote that says, good investing should be li like watching paint dry or watching grass grow. If you want excitement, take $800 and go to Las Vegas, right? Like, like your investing mm -hmm. shouldn't be that exciting. It should just be, hey, this is not sexy, but it just, you know, if we can generally double our investment every five to seven years, that's awesome, right? That's phenomenal. And so we're seeing that and we just love helping people mm -hmm. on that journey. Uh, you know, I want to be careful on how I phrase this. Uh, I think there were a lot of elements of... Um, uh, some of the areas of uh, some of the areas of NFT and crypto that were very broy, very hypey, and contrary, I would say to what you just mentioned there. And you know, and I, I look at some of the language I saw over the past couple of years, and it it just didn't pass the smell test for me. Based on because I share that belief, I I like betting on sure things, even if it's not super sexy. Uh, you know, again, I'm more of a conservative investment investor, I guess. But um, I don't I don't get that. You know that a lot. I, I guess as an investor, I'm not much of a lottery mentality kind of person. And again, forgive me if I've stepped on some toes of anyone who's listening to our conversation. Just my personal opinion and observation. Uh, what's your personal observation, Bronson? <laughs> yeah, well, I think you know it is a can of worms. We talk about money and investing, but I think uh, I think it's you know in general. I mean, I, I kind of follow. This is my own portfolio, so this is not something you know. I'm not giving any personal advice, but for me. Yeah. Um, I think a great inflation hedge is something like precious metals. So I've got about 10% of, uh, of a lot of what I own in precious yeah. metals, physical precious metals, not ETFs, but actually physical metals. And there's ways you can store that at third-party vaults. 80% in these boring, non-sexy cash flowing assets, which I think actually become very sexy because of the inflation and the other hedges and you know getting the tax benefits and all that. And then, and then you know, 5, 10% in some of these more speculative things. So I think there is a place for something that could have a 10x or 100x upside, but I think it's just a place in your portfolio, right? And everybody's in a different place, right? So if I'm 80 years old and I've, you know, and I've got, you know, $5 million, I'm probably not going to be doing venture capital with everything I have, right? Like, but if you're young, maybe you can take some more risks. And so there's this, you know, people have different goals. I think it is important in general, though, to have things that are going to provide cash flow for you that you know are going to be there for you. And that's what Warren Buffett says don't lose money. Has you lost money? Sure. Have I lost money? Sure. I lost $70,000 on an options trading stat strategy in one day. And I learned that I am not an options trader. <laughs> and I discovered I should look for something else. That's how I discovered 
multifamily, but a lot of great investors I know have lost money. Some of the most successful investors I've known have lost over a million dollars on one deal. Um, and yet it's a learning experience, it's education. So you have to figure out kind of where you fit. But I think a great way to get started in real estate is passively investing in something like multifamily. Yeah. You know, especially again, when you've got the benefits of syndication where, you know, someone else is, you know, who's experienced, you know, you give up a little bit of equity, obviously, or I'm sorry, a little bit of, you know, some of the returns, but, um, you know, again, it's, it's just, I, I don't, I don't know that I necessarily want another job. Like right. I, I'm pretty busy at what I do. And so if we can all, you know, kind of work together here to create a great outcome for all of us. Why not? And, you know, one thing I like too, it's, it's not like we're just betting on air, right? We're, we're betting on, this is real stuff, this real property. And certainly in the case where, you know, maybe we're investing in, in you know, some sort of rehab or some, you know, development. And then again, it's like, I feel like we're doing good. Like we're improving communities as a result of, you know, our combined work together. So that makes me feel good too. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, what we look at is some people say, oh, well, you're going in and are you raising rents and are you, you know, kicking people out and this kind of stuff. And it's like, no, I think the alternative to, you know, not renting a renovating a place, let's say you've got a place that was built in 1970s, the apartment building, and it starts to get run down and somebody does not do renovations. They don't make it nicer. What happens is you get bad actors that come in, you get people on the property, you get, you know, either vandalism or you just get, you know, maybe drugs come in and drug dealers, these kind of things versus you actually start putting some TLC into the property. You actually start doing renovations. You make it you make it a place where people are proud that they live there. They want to bring their friends and family. They want, you know, they're excited. That, hey, there's good things that are happening. Our rent's going up. Yeah, they're they're going up. And so that will displace some people. But in general, I think making a community better, making a place where there's a higher sense of ownership, just say, hey, you know, there's trash on the ground. I'm a tenant here and I don't want to see that. So I'm going to go pick that up. And I'm going to tell my neighbor when I see him throw his trash on the ground, I don't want you to do it because I live here, right? So it creates more of a sense of pride for living there and, and can create a very strong community. So Bronson, your website, uh, bronsonequity.com, someone's been listening to our conversation and like, I, I, I like this guy. Uh, what, what are kind of the next steps uh, for them if they're listening to this podcast and you're like, huh, I wonder where we go from here because I yeah. want more, I want to hear more from Bronson. Yeah, awesome. Well, this has been awesome, man. Um, I, I wrote an ebook on my website, bronsonequity.com. This is uh, how to use inflation to your advantage. It's 50 color pages, just talks about some of the strategies of how to get started in multifamily investing, as well as some other things, just how what, what actually is happening. Another strategy we talk about is if you can use uh, fixed rate debt or longer term debt at a lower rate in a time where inflation is higher or where you're going after investments that return greater than what the interest rate is. Obviously, you have to consider your risk. I'm not telling anybody you should do this, but just things to consider as you look at it. But that's a great place to connect. I'm also on, like you mentioned, on social media. I'm on uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, all that stuff. So you can reach out. And uh, yeah, I, lo I love connecting with people about real estate, particularly about how to reduce taxes or grow passive wealth. Excellent. All right, Bronson, uh, your website, bronsonequity.com. Bronson Hill, thank you so much for joining us. I've really enjoyed our conversation. Thanks, Josh. Great for being here. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. 
You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love, even if you just stopped by to say hi, I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.